Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Norm Trainer, welcome to the program, and thank you for participating today. Norm, how are you? I'm well, Tom. It's great to be with you. And I'm looking forward to our time. Yes, yes. And uh, just some, some disclosure, uh, Norm and I know each other. Norm was my teacher for many years. We met in Chicago every quarter. And what I learned, even at a veteran's age and uh, experience, was amazing, and I want to share that with everyone today through Norm. Um, Norm, please share with us, however, um, how you really got started with the Covenant Group and how this all started. Well, that's a great question, Tom. Uh, I hired my first coach when I was 26, and that experience was transformative. He asked three questions that we still use today. The first was, what will you be doing 10 years from now? The future drives the present. The clearer we are about our future direction, the more likely we are to achieve it. And I said, I'll be doing what you're doing. Now, at that time, I was in financial services. I'd started in the life insurance business. I was doing well. I was an MDRT producer, a million-dollar roundtable. I was managing 14 people. Life was good. But one of the things that became clear when he asked me that question was that I wanted to blend my avocation and my vocation. I've always been interested in people, in in self-development. And what I saw in him and in what he was doing, that that was what he did for a living. And that's what I wanted to do. The second question he asked was, how much income will you be earning? And I said, I'll be earning 10 times what I'm earning now. And I was already doing very well. That actually happened. I earned more than 10 times. And the third question he asked was, how would you describe the quality of your life? And at that point in time, I was 26. My wife was 24. Uh, we, had, we had met in high school, went to university together. She was in graduate school. And uh, we were living in downtown Toronto because she was going to the University of Toronto. And I was working in downtown Toronto. And we'd both grown up in an area of Toronto called the beach. And the beach, if you've been to Toronto, is a beautiful area. There's a three-mile boardwalk that runs along the lake. And I said, we'll be living back in the beach, raising a family. And that happened. Where I'm sitting today, Tom, is in the house that we bought 42 years ago in the beach. And I'm overlooking the lake. So the future does drive the, the, the present, my friend. So that's how we got started. And so for the last six decades, uh, my work has really been about helping our clients thrive in every aspect of their lives. At the Covenant Group, we help you design the business that is right for you. So you can leverage systems, processes, and approaches that drive revenue and measurable results 
Whether you're a business of one as an entrepreneur or of many, we focus on what matters to you so you can attain what matters, a successful business, a powerful legacy, most important fulfillment for yourself and the people you care about. So the work we do typically in the same way that you and I met is in cohorts or in peer-to-peer learning. So when we met back, I think in 2006 in Chicago in our first meeting, it was in a cohort, a peer-to-peer learning group. And that's the structure of the work that we do. We do we combine one-on-one coaching with peer-to-peer learning. We have built a technology platform that, that we first created in 2005 that integrates the strategic and tactical aspects of building a business. And so that platform is really a coaching platform or system that enables us to work one-on-one, even at a distance. So about 50% of our business is in the US, 35% in Canada, and about 15% uh, internationally. We work with people all over the world. We work with remotely and, and uh, wherever we can, we, we meet face-to-face. So that's kind of a, a broad spectrum of what we do, tell them. My wife asked me yesterday, she's a great question. She said to me, no one's ever asked me this. So what is the one thing that you got out of Norm's training? And I could have gone on. I said to her, I learned how to peel back the orange and go deeper in my thinking. And don't just, just don't be satisfied with an answer. And I'm going to tell you the story, and it, it has a lot to do of, of what you your course did, your, your training, your coaching did for me. It made me believe that what I was reading the last number of years was really attainable and, and proven and actual. In other words, I, would, I was a very good reader, and, um, but you, you solidified my thinking. Yes, this really does work. And going back to vision, where you are, we have a vision board that we we uh, wanted to move in the same area here in Brantford, Connecticut, and we put a vision board up, not not knowing whether we could do it. And here we are on the beach and looking out the window like you do. I know. So- I, I I I've seen your home. It's fantastic. Yeah. I know. A perfect example. The future drives the present. Absolutely. And I and I'm a big Maxwell Malt fan uh, of cyber cybernetics. And uh, anyways, we'll get into it. So so here's the question, though, as as we understand it, because I've taken the class with you and I know exactly where you're coming from. Some people who just hear Norm Trainer Covenant Group would say to you, well, what what do you do? So how do you succinctly explain that without going into a. You know, what I'm saying. Everything we do as human beings is intentional. And one of the challenges in life is that we often have conflicting intentions. And clarity clarity brings impact. When we become clear about what's important to us, that can be a major differentiator in our lives. So in our work, Tom, and, and you touched on it, a big part of it is really building upon what I learned in my first coaching experience many years ago. We're all standing on the shoulders of giants. Uh, Maxwell Maltz is a good example. Yeah. And, and 
So our work is really a synthesis of, of all that we've learned with regard to how people achieve success as they define it and fulfillment in every aspect of their lives. So in our work, we focus on three games. The first is the long game. The single most important differentiator between high performers and average producers is the time horizon or the time span in which they think and act, plan and work. And you're a good example of that. The comment you made about learning to go deeper, to think more deeply. Successful people take the long view. And typically that, that is one that has a perspective of where do you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. That's the long game. But the, the long game has two aspects. One is what is the longest task that we are working on? The longest task in business, if you're an entrepreneur, is building a successful and as you define it, sustainable business. One that you either exit from and sell or you transition to the next generation. In life, the longest task we're, lit, we're, we're, we're acting out or we're working on is to live a, a fulfilling life. But the other aspect of uh, the long game is that high performers also manage short, complex tasks very differently. And again, you're a good example of that. So let's take sales, because in, in every business, in every profession, in life, we are constantly influencing. You and I, before we started, we're talking about grandchildren, uh, because we're, we're both blessed in that way. Children are the world's greatest salespeople, because they don't take no for an answer. Yeah. And they know that even though we say no, that one, it doesn't change the fact we love them, and that if they try hard enough, they can probably change it. So sales is a good example of the long game. High performers manage the before, the during, and the after of the sales process. So one example of that, and, and again, you're a reflection of that, is that when people make decisions, they triangulate. They look for three or more sources to validate their intuition. Will I do business with this person? And today, of those sources, the first and the most powerful still is word of mouth. And so one of the concepts we teach is that if you want to build a business, the best way to do that is through introductions. That's how we met. We got introduced. Uh, Correct. And yeah. that's how we built our business. But increasingly over the last 15 to 20 years, one of the ways in which people triangulate is they go to the internet, they go to your website. And, and when they Google you, the first thing that comes up is your LinkedIn profile. Because LinkedIn spends hundreds of millions of dollars managing the algorithms that bring them to number one. And so when, when people read about you, read about your LinkedIn, well, first and foremost, we are visual. People tend to first take in images because as human beings, that assured our survival over thousands and, and tens of thousands of years. So the first thing that people take in is the visual representation on your LinkedIn profile. 
your your headshot or your picture, your background, what the, the composition of that page looks like. But then the second thing they do is they go to your profile. Now, most people, when they are writing their LinkedIn profile, do it as if it's a resume. I did this, I did that. When people go to learn about you, they're not interested in how great you are. What they want to know is how you make them great. So you have to write your LinkedIn profile in terms of what do you do to have an impact on the lives of others? It's the same with your website. The third aspect of triangulation is when you meet someone for the first time. Now, if you've managed the before, you've gotten an introduction, the person who introduced you has established your social proof, you've managed your your website, your social media, your media presence, as you do in building out your brand. And this webinar is a good example. When the people come in, what's important to understand is that human beings are rationalizing rather than rational. We are judgmental by nature and we form impressions very quickly, usually within the first 30 to 120 seconds of meeting someone. It's either favorable or unfavorable. If it's unfavorable, that tends to be long lasting. If it's favorable, that's also true. So one of the things we want to manage is that when we first meet someone, that we have that they view us positively. And to the degree that that happens, when they come in, since human beings are rationalizing, they tend to look for the positives. Now, in that initial meeting, what we want to assure is that we focus not on how great we are, but on how we make other, people's, other people great. And the best way to do that is to applying the two principles of influence, focus on the other person make them the center of the experience. And the second principle is, buying is a series of micro decisions. You earn the right to proceed. The first conversation you're having with someone who is a prospect of client, you're looking to attract them into the buying cycle. So our work is really about the long game, but the second game is the infinite game. The mantra today is you have to do it yourself and you can't do it alone. And in the 21st century, one of the major contributors to wealth will be the network effect, the way you build out your ecosystem or network. You're a great example of that. And then the third is your game. Each of us is unique. And so one of the keys is to find where our natural talents lie. So I'll give you an example, Tom. In anything we do, Anything we learn, there are four categories. Those things that are hard to learn and hard to do. Those that are easy to learn, hard to do. Those that are hard to learn, easy to do. Those that are easy to do and don't remember learning it. The fourth is talent. So your game is applying your natural talent. You optimize. Optimize is the best or most effective use of when you take what you do naturally and you apply that in your work. So in our work, we're really helping people to hone in on those three games, long game, infinite game, your game. You know, you made you, two things that I, I used, many things you said, but the two things that just resonated with me. I remember in our classes, you, first of all, the covenant group through your 
probably your your conducting has the greatest material you really spend a lot of money and good and a lot of uh, work on your material that students get. It's fabulous. It's the best I've ever seen. But I, I remember Norm spending so much time on the tagline, yeah. the short tagline. <laughs> and, and see, that's one of the things that I said, Oh, you know, this is, he's really serious. I've read about a tagline and it was that quick six seconds. What do I do for you? And it was all about, Right. And the second thing was when someone is introduced to you, um, my friend, Dr. Uh, Dan Schaefer, who I think I've introduced you to. Yes. Yeah. You, you got six seconds exactly. and you the tagline vocally is six seconds. And I know we spent so much time. I mean, a, a couple of days on this stuff and everybody was trying to grasp it because it wasn't anything new. It's just that it wasn't they weren't convinced it, it was something they needed. And you did pound that into us. And I remember that. The other thing that you said that resonated with me just now was the natural talent is probably the things we all like to do the most and smile when we do it, which creates passion and creates endurance when things get tough, right? Exactly. Uh, so it really, I mean, you threw a lot of stuff at us. I mean, I couldn't remember the other three, but I could. <laughs> My wife tells me that all the time, Tom. <laughs> I, I always tell people when you listen to Norm, listen carefully. He's going to give you a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> so Norm, I want to talk about um, who you work with and why you work with the, that particular group. Well, in the last 25 years, we worked with over 35,000 entrepreneurs, the vast majority of whom are in financial services or professional services. Generally speaking, Tom, the, the people we work with are like you. They are in an advisory capacity. And, and, and what they're basically marketing or selling is advice or counsel. That's in financial services, law, accounting, consulting, real estate, and in the ecosystems that support them. The majority of our clients, though, would be financial advisors. I've always believed the narrower your focus the bigger your opportunity. And, uh, and with financial services, what, one of the things that differentiates us is we work top down and bottom up. So over the last 25 years, we've worked with two of the five largest wealth management firms in the US. We've worked with many major banks. We've worked with 23 of the 30 largest life insurance companies in the world. We've worked right across the spectrum of financial services at the very senior level in the C-suite and, and at the, the institutional level. So we understand the dynamics and the mechanics of institutional players in financial services. We've also worked in every distribution system, at, whether in, in the US, it, it's the, it, the insurance brokerages, the, the, the uh, IRA firms, the, 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 the big uh, Wall Street firms, right across. The vast majority of our work, though, has been with advisors, insurance advisors through to, to wealth advisors who are dealing uh, in multifamily office environments uh, and working with some of the wealthiest people uh, in America and around the world. So we, we work at those three levels. And I think that has made 
a huge difference in our ability to really understand the business and, and what are the drivers of success at every level. Yeah, uh, and, and you do understand, um, you know, having that financial background originally really has helped you quite a bit in relating to people like, like us, because I see, you know, the word coach, te- 15 years ago, that was unique. Norm, I, Norm, if you if I can indulge, Norm's a coach. Well, I know what what a coach is, right? But now it's kind of skewed, right? It's like everybody's a coach, you know. They put it on LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I know a lot of coaches, but the Covenant Group is so professional, and they know what they're doing, and they're so deep. Um, you know, let's take that. Um, going deep and and specifically narrow down that as an example your profile client now again go back when i first took the class again i was all over the map working in the same <clears throat> excuse me same profile client but you taught me to go much deeper which meant um it, it got to the point where less but good less but better and bigger and more time. And, uh, you know, I wrote up that book I sent you. And one of the things I said there was I, I did a lot of multi-million dollar production, but yes. I did it 80 days a year because I wanted to be with my family. So I had to learn processes. And one of the big things was taking your course and learning about peeling back that, that, that orange and going deeper and don't be satisfied with that answer. And, and that's been such a, I mean, if I had to tell anybody what you need to speak to Norm about, I would say call him and talk to him about the orange, because that to me is one of the biggest things. And (laughs) here's a question though, Norm, because there's people, all kinds of people in our businesses and our financial business. What, what is the differential of, 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 high performers, and people that are just average? Well, the single biggest differentiator is the time horizon or time span within which high performers think and act, plan and work. When you ask a high performer, Tom, what makes them successful, and we do that all the time because we use a best practices model, they will readily tell you. When you observe what makes them so effective, it's usually not what they tell you. Most high performers will focus on their their product technical knowledge, their influencer sales skills, their personal charisma, their leadership capabilities. All of those are important. That's not what differentiates them. The single most important differentiator is the time span or time horizon within which people think and act. So let me give you two examples. And this is really ties back to the work that we do. One of our clients, is a very successful individual called John Nicola. Now, John has shared all of this information publicly, so I'm not uh, breaking a confidence. John started in the life insurance business in 1974. He started with Metropolitan Life, and he was a life insurance agent, very successful, became million-dollar roundtable producer, top-of-the-table producer. In 1994, he spun off out of a partnership and set up his own firm. And uh, it's now called Nicola Wealth. And he had eight people. And in his first year, he generated $1.8 million in revenue. Over the next eight years, from 1994 to 2002, 
John grew from 1.8 million to 3.6 million. That is a, 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 a 9% growth rate. And John, John wants to push a very big rock. Successful people want to push as big a rock as they're capable of moving. And so John realized he had to rethink his business. And he integrated those three games, the long game, the infinite game, and his game. So John decided that in order to build a business, he needed to play the infinite game. And that meant that he needed to give up 100% ownership and, and bring other people in. So the first firm that merged with, with uh, Nicola was David Sung's firm. David is now the president of, of uh, Nicola Wealth. And David joined in 2003. So from 2002, where they did 3.6 million to 2008, they grew to 8.7 million. And I, I knew of John, but I was introduced to him in 2008. I actually spoke at a conference and John was there and John came up to me after and gave me his card and said, we need to talk. And I was flying out to go to a, another, speak at another conference in Las Vegas. John called me the next day and we've been working together ever since. From 2008 to 2020, Nicola Wealth grew from 8.7 million of revenue to over 200 million. This year, they will be over 250 million. So the first eight years of John's uh, progression with Nicola Wealth, they grew by 9%. The next five years, they grew by 14%. For the last 15 years, they've been growing by 25%. And you know the impact of compounding. Right. They, are, they are one of the most successful wealth management firms in Canada. But what separates John is he, he is thinking 5, 10, 20 years out. He's what we uh, define as a level five leader. Now, Jim Collins talks about level five leaders. Actually, that concept was first uh, introduced by Dr. Elliot Jacks um, many years ago. And Jacks pioneering research showed that the single most important indicator of what people will achieve is the way they apply judgment, reasoning, problem solving to the long game, the time horizon in which they, they think and act, plan and work. So that's the, that's the most important distinction. I, I remember you talking about the strata of 50 years. Exactly, yeah. I said, what's he talking about? Well, here I am 51 years later, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, I go back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, um, God, there's so much to learn. And no matter what age you are and how long you've been in the business. And, you know, uh, in John's case, I bet you the the difference difference was a one percent difference made all the difference. Little things, huh? It's 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 the fulcrum analogy. The difference between number one and number fifty on the PGA uh, is 0. 0.4 strokes per round. In any given round, number fifty can beat number one. The key is consistency. It's focus and discipline. You're right. It's it's a very small percentage shift that what what we hone in on in our work is the fulcrum 
what, what can you do? What's the small incremental changes you can make that have an outsized difference? Let me give you another example. I, I did a coaching session last week with um, an entrepreneur uh, who, who we've been working with for a while, great guy. And uh, in, in his last fiscal year, his, his, his fiscal year just ended. And in his last fiscal year, they did $3 million in revenue. And he took $800,000 out of the business and they generated 600,000 in profit. They, they generated a 20% pre-tax. That's pretty good performance. So in a $3 million business, in essence, because he's the sole shareholder, he, he had earned 1.4 million. We were doing his five-year uh, business plan and, and setting objectives. And he wants to grow from 3 million to 6 million in the next five years, which is a little bit better than a 14% return. Now, most entrepreneurs run their business cash on cash, money in, money out, and they tend to focus on the top line. And so that, that's pretty impressive growth. But then we went down and we looked at, okay, what, what are the expenses in the business? So if he's growing his business at 14% per year, ideally, he wants to grow his expense line at 7% or less per year. That ratio makes all the difference. The other thing that he wanted to do is he, he takes an income from the business so as, a, as an entrepreneur, you have to separate what you earn as a contributor to the business with what you receive as a shareholder in the business. So he wanted to grow his uh, personal income at the same rate as he was growing his expense line at about 7%. So what that meant is that in five years, he would go from earning 800000 to $1.2 million. But here's the interesting thing. Because he's creating that ratio, in five years, his profit will go from 600,000 to 2.4 million. It will grow by 400%. And his margin will go from 20% to 40%. So I think one of the things that, that, that a coach does, especially a business coach, is give you perspective on your perspective. And you touched on it. It's peeling away the, the it's taking the, 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 the cover off the, the, the orange is peeling away the onion. It's getting to that deeper level of understanding. And, and that comes back to the beginning when you talked about clarity. Because when you break it down, I mean, that's a perfect example of a guy that says, I want to grow my business. I want to grow by 14%, but I want to keep my baseline of expenses at 7%. Well, sometimes that's hard to do because whenever you're expanding, you're spending more. I mean, you exactly. because you can only do so much yourself. So that becomes a critical feedback that, hey, you know, if you're going to do it that way, you're going to do A, B, C, D. If you left it to your own mind, chances are they would not have the discipline because they're they're making their own rules. They're not listening to anybody. So having that feedback and clarity is, is uh, call it a coach, call it whatever you want to do. But you need that when you're growing at that magnitude. That's an amazing feat. Both cases are amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and you know, uh, a, a clarity for me, uh, for the audience, because I've been through it 
would really be, um, there's a lot of people out there who are very good financial planners, but uh, I've been around financial planners for years and some of them will spend money to grow, but many of them will not. Coaching. I mean, right. All right. Uh, so tell me the difference uh, which covenant is with other coaches, because what you don't want to do, I'm going to suggest you don't want to go out and get somebody with the cheapest price. Right. <laughs> so, 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 Norm, uh, this is a serious investment in money because this is an education. So how would you uh, give the difference between the covenant group and other coaching companies? I think one of one of the things that's important to consider in hiring a coach is that most coaches are craftspeople. Craft is art grounded in experience, and and art is the application of our creativity and intelligence. So most coaches take their experience, their art, that 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 they have uh, become a craftsperson, and they teach it to others. And that's valuable. Herein lies the problem. We're all unique. What is craft for me, what is art for me, may not be for you. And so craftspeople teaching their craft, one of the things you have to take into account is individual differences. So the first thing we focus on is, is art. We, we we apply a best practices model. And as I said, we've worked with over 35,000 entrepreneurs just in the last 25 years. I've been doing this work for 46 years. I, I probably It's probably in the hundreds of thousands. And, and so we, we, we study what differentiates, and that's science. Science is the measurement of cause and effect relationships in the natural world. So we look at what are the cause and effect relationships and I'll come back to that in a moment. So we combine art and science. And in, in, uh, in the physical world, engineers combine art and science. So an engineer, a, a civil engineer building a bridge, for example, has to understand the laws of nature and then has to deal with the topography of that particular area where they're building a bridge. It's both art and science. We are design engineers. We work with you to design the business that is right for you. So you can leverage systems, processes, and approaches that drive revenue and measurable results. But here's the key, Tom. There are two aspects of our work that are elemental in terms of the methodology, how we approach it. The first is principles, and the second is skills. A principle is defined as a general theorem or law that can be applied scientifically across a broad spectrum. Principles are simple guidelines. When you follow these simple guidelines, it will usually lead to success. One of the great examples of that is triage. Triage was first applied by the U.S. Army on the battlefield because they, they, they were losing too many soldiers, 50 per thousand. And what they realized was they did not have enough medical personnel. So the medical personnel had to make a very important decision in a short time frame: Will this person live or die? What's the chances? What's the best way? What's the likelihood 
That's what triage does. Triage has saved countless lives. They're simple guidelines. We teach simple guidelines to build your business. One example is what you touched on in our work together. One of the things that we did was address three questions that are critical to every business. Who is the right client? You narrowed your focus in terms of the demographics of your client, age, income, marital status, types of employment, geographic location, and the psychographics, the attributes, qualities, characteristics. But the second question is, what is your value proposition? The clarity of your value proposition drives everything. And the third is, what is the fair exchange of value? Starting from the outside in, what does the client receive and what do you derive in return? So we focus on principles, but the second area we focus on is skills. Skill, a skill is defined as the ability to use knowledge effectively. Now, again, herein lies the challenge for entrepreneurs, in, in particular for financial advisors. Most financial advisors confuse familiarity and mastery. Most financial advisors have had sales training, for example. One of the keys to success in financial services is the ability to attract and retain the right client. To do that, you have to, you have, to have the skills of building your brand, selling what you do, delivering quality service. Most financial advisors are familiar with how to sell. They've taken sales training programs. They haven't mastered it. And, and our work is really about mastery. You have to master some core skills in your business to differentiate yourself. That takes focus and discipline. And you're absolutely right, because I've run across, especially the last couple of years, a lot of people that call themselves coaches and come to find out that, yes, they, they, they have the philosophies and all the things that you need to know, but they never ran a business. They never were, they were never in this type of business or actually ran a business. And um, that background is really, really important. And, you know, you touch on three things, the three R's. Can you spend a little time on the three R's? Yeah. The, the, there are three R's that, that differentiate high performers. The first is recognition. High performers have self-insight, self-awareness. And what that leads to is more effective self-management. The second R is resilience. You know this, Tom, because both you and I have been doing this for a long time. Right. In, in business and in life, you, you face adversity. And, and the difference is that High performers are resilient. One of my favorite sayings is uh, um, adversity does not build character, it reveals it. And what, what uh, high-performing entrepreneurs demonstrate is the ability to deal with and overcome adversity. And the third, though, is routines. Successful lives are built on routines. Successful businesses are built upon replicable processes. Isidore Sharp, the legendary founder of the Four Seasons, when asked, how is it the Four Seasons can charge twice the room rate of Hilton, Sheraton, or Weston, answered, it is because we do common things uncommonly well. When you do 
common things uncommonly well. You differentiate yourself. It's all based on bringing that discipline. You know, it's interesting uh, the way you laid that out. People probably have read in some way, maybe not even using those terms, but the definition of those terms. But when you put it together in a package of what's needed to be successful, again, coming back to clarity, that's the most, to me, that's the most important thing in a coach, you know, because there's too many thought processes going on and too many things happening in your life. And uh, it, it, it really is, um, I, I've always suggested that anybody who's serious about their career should have a coach some way or another and, and, and look at it. You have something called a, a business builder playbook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The business builder playbook is our, our, our core offering. And the business builder playbook is really uh, an evolution uh, from the, the program that, that, you first became involved in, in in 2006, because as you know, we're continually evolving and, and, and learning and growing, uh, Tom. So the Business Builder Playbook is designed, it's a cohort or peer-to-peer learning program. It's 12 months. It's actually a three-year program because it, we find it takes three years to, to completely transition your business to the next level. We start though with, with, in the first year, it's really about defining success in your business and, and, and what that means. Designing the business that's right for you and putting in place the right systems, processes, and approaches to drive revenue and measurable results. The program is delivered completely online. It, it, uh, is, um, it consists of four elements that are interrelated each month. We've built a technology platform called Coach on the Go. We built our first technology platform in 2005. You, you, yes, I were on that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that we invested over three million dollars that first year. We're now on the fourth generation of that. Wow. It is a, it is a, an MBA in building a business. It is one of the most comprehensive systems you'll find that integrates the strategic. And the tactical, it looks at four cornerstones of building a business, strategy, structure, systems and processes, and financial management. If we're working together, Tom, we can both be on coach on the go. You can access it 24-7. If you give me permission as your coach, I can access it. But in our coaching sessions, we're using coach on the go as our platform. It's the operating system for building your business. In the Business Builder Playbook, every month we have an educational workshop. We have a session today at noon with a group of of 19 uh, financial advisor entrepreneurs. um, And and that workshop deals with a specific aspect of building your business. We also put our uh, participants into what we call a study group or pod that meets under the direction of a covenant group facilitator. Those pods typically have five to eight people in them. And it's a wisdom exchange. And it's an accountability framework where people are holding each other accountable and and sharing counsel. And then we do one-on-one coaching. So probably one of the biggest differentiators in terms of our methodology is we integrate all the ways in which adults learn. So there's those four experiences every month. In addition, three times a year, 
we do a deep dive. Now, we're hoping in 2022, we'll be able to do that face-to-face because we haven't done that in a while. Uh, if not, we'll do it online. But those deep dives address a specific aspect of building your business. And then the other aspect of our work is we're building a, a community. And, and we believe very strongly in the network effect. The network effect will be one of the major contributors to wealth creation in the 21st century. Because if you look at how wealth is being created, it's largely through networks, whether those are fiber optic or digital or human networks. So we're building out a network. And what we want to do is make the resources of that network available to uh, to everyone. Yeah. And so we have what we call the wisdom exchange and uh, we bring on leaders as you do in every field. The last one we did uh, a few weeks ago was with a client, David Falk, who is the preeminent sports agent in America. He was the one that, that signed Michael Jordan uh, with Nike. Oh, yeah. He came up with the Air Jordan brand, uh, David's an amazing man. Uh, so that, that's a key part of our work. So what, what, what I think the, the, the big differentiator in the business builder playbook is this integration and, and the ability to, to bring people together to learn and to grow. And, you know, as you're saying, I'm smiling because uh, one of the, the greatest things in my experience with Covenant Group were the peer-to-peer uh, having you know eleven people in this room and and comparing stories and and having difficulties but understanding and we created a lot of connections and friends, but boy did we learn a lot and what we were struggling with and it, you know it's like a business owner when they're running into problems or they have really tough times. They can't bring it home to their wife. They don't want to bother them or their family. They're not going to talk to their competition because they're afraid they're going to uh, uh, you know, get weak with them. And they have no one to talk with. But when you did the pair-to-pair group and we met, all of a sudden, these were all my brothers, you know, and sisters. And we had more. It was so, such a fantastic. Your setup is wonderful. I can go on all day talking about it, <laughs> but I can't. But I do want to ask you one thing. Uh, and we'll do it again, too, Norm. I, I know there'll be something we want to talk about. But uh, can you, um, is there a takeaway that you would like to provide the listeners with today? Yeah, I, I, I think the takeaway ties back to what we touched on at the beginning that the single most important differentiator is the time frame or the time horizon in which you think and act, plan and work. And that relates not only to your career, your work, but also to your life. And in thinking about our lives, Tom, there are five balls all of us are trying to keep in the air. The first is our self and health, because that's paramount. The second is family, the people we care most about. The third is relationships. It's the, the network of relationships. The network, the relationship you and I have is one example. The, the fourth is work. And the fifth is community. The various communities in which we're involved, whether it's the community in which we live, our, our church or, or place of faith, uh, the, the communities uh, that tie into our career. 
So there's five balls. Only one of them is a rubber ball. That's work. Because, and, and you and I can speak to this from experience, there were times when we'll drop that ball. That, you know, I've learned more from my failures probably than I have from my successes. And, and I've had more than my share of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that gets back to the three R's, recognition, re, uh, resilience, and routines. But the other four are crystal. And uh, we need to pay attention to them. And so in, in planning, you have to look at the totality of your life. So I'll give you an example. You mentioned about the importance of coaching. I've had a coach since I was in my 20s. I'm now in my 70s. I still have coaches. I have a health and wellness coach. In the last seven months, I've lost five inches off my waist. I've lost 20 pounds. I'm probably in the best shape I've been in 30 years. Now, I've always been an athlete. I've always worked out. But I was suffering from the COVID effect. Uh, I was spending too much time, sedentary, and I was working from home, and I was too close to the refrigerator. Yeah. So I realized I needed a health and wellness coach. And the coach, that he does, he's actually a client of ours. He's been a client of ours for two years. Phenomenal guy. But one of the things that, that, that um, he does, which we do, is he aligns intention, process, and measurement. So first and foremost, you have to be intentional. Everything we do as human beings is intentional. We have to be intentional about what it is we want in our work and our lives. And it starts with considering those, those five balls, self and health, family, relationships, work, and community. And, and so intentional about how you're going to devote your time. So in, in the case of, of my, my coach, I want to be at the top of my game physically because I'm not, I'm not going to be very good to anybody. I want to be available to my wife and my family. I want to be uh, there for the people I care about. I want to contribute at the highest level in my work and, and community is important to me. So I have that intention, but process too is important. Processes of pattern or methodology is distinguishable, repeatable, and transferable. You have to have processes in your life. And the third is you have to measure. You have to set goals and then you have to measure objectives and then you have to measure yourself against those. And you have to do it in the longer term and then bring it back to what it means to you today. So again, the single most important differentiator between high performers and average producers is their time horizon or time span. That relates to the longest task and the way in which they manage short, complex tasks. When I think about my day, I think about it not only in the context of what I have to accomplish today, but how that ties in to my longer term vision and purpose. That's the message I'd like to leave, my friend. That's a great, that's my strata talk. That's, uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, uh, you're, you're just a peach. I love talking to you. And uh, this is so uh, <clears throat> living the life of, hey, I, I tell the story, Norman, I'll, uh, then I'll get off. My first eight years in the insurance business, I, I, I made no money at all. I was like, I was an athlete, so I didn't know how to quit. In my family, you don't quit. <laughs> you don't quit. You can bitch all you want, but you can't quit, right? Yeah. And thank God I didn't. But um, 
but I look down the line and all those things I read and Maxwell Maltz and Tracy, all these people and your course, but I just want to endorse Covenant Group because I, I think you made a big difference in my life in the way I looked at things, not with questioning. And I just said, this is the way to go. And I just did it. And it, uh, it's been great. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you, my friend. And by the way, I, yeah, you know, I've written, I've written seven, written or co-authored seven books. One of the business builders is you're actually in that, and that. So, and people can access that if they go to um, our website www.covenantgroup.com or to another website at, at the mybusinessbuilderacademy.com. They can access that book for free digitally, and uh, and you're in it. At, at I love it. Have thank a great you. day, and thank you for the time. Yes, and thanks, Darm. And I will have everything in the show notes so people can contact you and go from there. Okay, it's wonderful. Norm, thanks, thanks for all your time. Yeah, it's been a joy. Take care. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today, and uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.